and welcome to Season 3 of Guilty Pleasure, the podcast that celebrates, elaborates, and experiences our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayo Bell. And this season, we're experiencing your guilty pleasures. Today's listener submission was self-care. We talked about how we self-care, we poked fun at bubble baths, and we even made some personal recommendations as to how you can self-care if you're not currently self-caring. Hint, go to therapy. Do it. Do you it really, right now. You need it. You you're need gonna. It. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. <laughs> you are though. It's true. If you'd like to reach us, you could always email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at guiltypleasurepodcast. And if you like what you're listening to right now, or you're a huge fan of therapy or bubble baths, please leave us a five star review on iTunes. Five star review in your bubble bath. Do it. <laughs> Just do don't it. drop your phone into the bath. Don't yeah. do it. Don't, there's, no, there's no amount of rice that could save it at that point. No. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Yourself, oh my baby. gosh. Listen, in this day and age, in this day and age, man. it is imperative to take care of yourself in any capacity. And I honestly think there's a, a lot of uh, a lot of positive to this movement, the self-care movement. I oh, think there yeah. is some negativity for the self-care movement. Ooh. Yeah, I do. I talk about this actually with my therapist quite a bit. So funny. You yeah. have a therapist? I do. As do I. Oh, my God. I'm telling you what, guys. I am real new to the therapy train, and I am fully on board. Toot, toot. I'm a little bit more recent. I'm a l- I've been on the therapy train for a minute. I've yeah. been on it for a while, um, and I guess we'll get into that a bit in our first impressions. But yeah. again, if no, if you're listening to this right now, and if you haven't gone to a therapist, <laughs> go ahead. Take your phone. Find one. Bring it with you in your car. Plug this in. And continue to listen to this episode as you just drive around your town or city looking for a therapist. Because do boy, it. oh boy, do you need one. You don't think you do, but I'm telling you right now, you do. You do. I really, I am very new to therapy. Um, I have been with my therapist since about September. Um, and I go, If I was very hesitant to do therapy. Um, and this is a form of self-care that I think is, I, I, a lot of people, when we asked about self-care, talked about like face masks and bubble baths and things like that. And, like, all very taking, important. All very important about taking care of yourself and like ta- creating space for yourself, which I think is really what self-care is all about. Acknowledging and um, accepting and processing and uh, giving make, yourself time and, to think and giving yourself that time to do those things right sure. and if you do that in the bath that's great if you do it on a long drive that's fucking great uh, but I started I've been wanting to or I've been toying around with the idea of therapy um, I probably could have used in my whole life honestly yeah. I mean truly and my and every so ever so often like it was mentioned like my parents would be like if you want to go to a therapist and I had this idea that I had to do everything by myself or it didn't count sure you know yeah um I since I've reached my 30s I have learned that you do nothing 
on your own. Everyone gets help. For Everyone everything. gets help with everything, and you are worth that. And your successes are not um, diminished by the help you receive. By others. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so th- at this part of the podcast, we like to talk about first impressions. Yeah. So we could go a couple of ways. I can definitely talk about my first forays into therapy, which mm-hmm. began around uh, when I was 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Um, we can also talk a little bit about our experiences and preconceived notions we might have had about therapy and self-care. Yeah. I mean, I have very few preconceived notions other than what I just said, where I thought like, I needed to do everything on my own. That I, it, it, it wasn't valid unless I I I I figured it out on my own. And I, you worked yeah. hard. I can very yeah. much relate to that. I also have this kind of sense where it's like I need to be working. I need to be working hard. I need to justify my existence on this earth, which mm-hmm. I think has very much been kind of this mindset that I've been trying to combat. To qualify it. Um, and even like as a young kid, as a, you know, kid in college, I've always wanted to make sure that I'm working hard, that I'm doing the very best I can to make an impression. And what that does, I think, is it leads to burnout. I also mm-hmm. try, I also have this tendency to like always help other people. So it's yes. so interesting. I hate to help, I hate to ask for help myself, mm-hmm. but I love to help other people. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're yes. going through a breakup. Oh, you're having some issues. Let me lay down my life for you mm-hmm. because I always perceived other people. People as being more important or having more value, I guess, than me. I didn't actually think that, but that's the subconscious path that I went on. Oh, I'm I am the therapist in most of my relationships with people. Me too. I am often. T- I think this is why we got. This is why we because we're two therapists being like, oh my god. god. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I I oftentimes not often, but I'll get phone calls from my friends and 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 talk with them and really kind of take a, a step back because you can you can see what your friends are going through and being able to give them a different Objective. perspective. Yeah, you're giving them this just like, these are the facts. I understand how you feel about something, but let's just look at the facts. Sure. Where are our facts in this story? Because there there, there's the story you're telling yourself in your head oh, and yes. there is the story that is actually happening. So let's look at these facts. Uh, feelings are valid, but let's look at these and then go from there. And what is a healthy option for you in this scenario with the facts and how you're feeling. Let me tell you something. I can do that to kingdom come with anyone who comes oh, my God. way. But for me, no, no, never. Oh my God. No, no. It, it's I'll just sit a... on my couch all day and just be like, I don't know what to do with myself. I guess I'll go on social media. Like that's, that's my, that's my autopilot is like, if I can't help myself, I just like sit around and do nothing. Oh it's my awful. gosh. It's, it's um, well, I kind of, I, I can relate to that. Whenever I do nothing, I feel awful. Oh, well, it's a, it's, it's a cycle. Yeah. It's horrible. I just, whenever I'm tired, and whenever I'm like, I just need to rest, I feel so guilty when I do. Oh my God. And yeah. it kind of like, I don't know, there's like so many different ways we can go in this topic because you and I, I think both, I think we've talked about in the podcast before. I know I have, I suffer from depression and anxiety. Um, we both are pretty anxious people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't um, know I had anxiety. I didn't know what that was. I have had a perpetual pit in my stomach almost my entire life. It's called, yeah. And I, I had no idea that that's like not default of like fear and this awful feeling like something is going to happen at all times. Like I just like, ju- and like constantly feeling judged, constantly uh, editing myself and uh, wondering about everyone, uh, constant. And constant. I, I, I wish that I had vocalized what that was. Sure. Um, 
I didn't know. I just thought that was just how like life was. And that's not how you have to feel all the time. And and it's hard to battle it. And it's never going to go away. Because no one fucking talks about no it. No one talks about it. It's very new to me that people are talking about it. And I honestly think it's because of the current administration and where we are as a people um, and social media. And this is where self-care to me gets negative where the idea of not necessarily self-care but the idea that um you that a bubble bath can solve this or that breathing through this can solve this and um taking time for yourself is almost um an exercise as opposed to just like sometimes you just gotta like fucking chill out and like that is what it is but it almost seems like it's um who can self-care better And how can I better myself? You're not broken. And that's what my therapist always says. She's like, you're not, you're not broken. Like you, you, these are just things that you're just a person. And like, this is how you feel. And you're not, it's not wrong. You know, and you and and taking a bubble bath or, or taking care of yourself in these ways are great, but it's not you're not meant to be fixed. You know what I mean? And sure. and, and stressing out about uh, how to being productive and oh, using God. self-care in, in like this very aggressive way. You know, there is. I relate to that know, so yeah. much because at some level you have to be the best at what you do. Yeah. You have to have the best friends. Mm-hmm. You have to have the best partner. Mm-hmm. And you have to be the best at taking care of yourself. And that kind it's of. It's like a competition at this point to me. And, and, it's a, and also what's really fucked up, it's an industry. Yeah. It's a big industry. And and when you go on Instagram and someone is talking about self-care and then they're telling you about a product, they're selling you a product. And that's and that's the bottom line, you know what I mean? So I think there is something about taking care of yourself and and also realizing like you do what's good for you. Don't don't stress about taking care of yourself. And I think Does that make sense? Yes. And I think <laughs> I you guess. don't it's not a competition to see who can yes. take care of themselves the best. Yeah, who and went I, on this meditation retreat and who did this and who did that? It's just like boo. Talk to somebody and work out those feelings. You know what I mean? I um, I think uh, you actually touched on my th- about something that I think really kind of speaks to why therapy and self-care are more in the kind of zeitgeist of mm-hmm. today. And that's because social media really creates this like FOMO culture where yes. like every, like, you know, Every other minute, you're looking at something that's showing like the highlight reel of someone else, and yes. you're kind of comparing your life to that. So you may follow like a self care person or someone or, or a personality on social media who's always posting pictures of them on retreats and fucking Joshua Tree. And like, I mean, I love Joshua man. Tree. <laughs> I know, I do too. I mean, we've just we were there, but you know, um, and or like, like they have like a healthcare routine, or and you're food. like, motherfucker, you have a healthcare routine? How do you do that? Yeah. Because it's their business. Yeah, I know. And it's really hard. Yeah. Um, I started going to therapy when I was 22, right after I had a very, very nasty breakup with my college boyfriend who was um, in high at there. So it was really interesting. I was with this person for almost four years. Um, and I think intuitively, I always knew that something was a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, the relationship was very serious. It was monogamous. Um, and... Uh, I remember having like this intense feeling like kind of towards the end where I was like, oh, no, we're probably going to get married and I'm going to have to take care of him. And then he um, I don't want to like shit talk anyone. He was going through some of his own issues and he was he was dealing with substance abuse um, and 
we it, it culminated to this event where we had a very loud, very public breakup. He did something that kind of I, he kind of put me in this corner. Uh, he acted a certain way where uh, in, he insulted me in front of a bunch of my friends. And I kind of was like, OK, if I go with him now, my friends will never respect me again. Uh, and I was like, that's it. I'm done. And it was a really bad breakup. He was. And then after once I went to therapy because this person was literally um, not stalking, but he was like emotionally manipulating me after the breakup, sending me like gross texts and messages and stuff. Mm -hmm. And eventually I went to therapy and we talked about it and it was discovered that this guy was incredibly emotionally manipulative and abusive to me for about four years. Mm -hmm. And like when I look at my life before I started dating him when I was 18 and then got out of it when I was 22, before dating him, I was actually pretty self-confident and had a pretty good handle on my life. After that relationship, I was like a fucking shell of the person I once was. Mm -hmm. And it was a journey to get through that. Um, and luckily I was in a position, I actually went to, uh, I actually went to college to become a therapist, guys. Da, da, da. I'm bearing the lead. I'm a paraprofessional in client-centered therapy and I got into grad school to become a licensed mental health counselor. Um, but then I discovered improv and I was like, I'm going to do this instead. <laughs> How um, can I better the world? Making uh, dick yes, jokes and, in a basement. <laughs> yeah. um, but so, but anyway, like that was the path I was going on. And luckily I was in a program in my undergrad where I knew, like I was learning about therapy. I was learning about the benefits of of it. So when this breakup happened, I was, I literally had access to a bunch of therapists who I knew personally and I could go see them. My first therapist, Kristen, who I freaking loved. And that gem of a woman continued to see me for free like six months after I graduated. That's awesome. Um, and she really helped me, but I knew about therapy and I was studying to become a therapist and it helped me through that breakup and kind of building up my self-esteem again. I, my heart breaks for people who don't know about what this like what this kind of tool can be used uh, how it can be used and holy shit like i don't know where i'd be if yeah. i didn't have that option talk through therapy is 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 really incredible and i i'm still kind of navigating it myself mm. and figuring out uh how i'm using it <laughs> cuz like sometimes i show up and i'm like I'm feeling good today. Like nothing sure. happened this week. You know what I mean? But like, let's dive into insecurities and things like that. Cause a lot of my, my issues, quote unquote issues, like I said, I think people are just people, you know what I mean? Like the things that I would like to, um, keep in check. Cause you'll always have insecurities. You'll always have those things with you. But like, I, I, you know, um, yeah, you always have those things with you. You carry these things with you. They're a part of your life, but it's how you manage them, really. And that's what I'm trying to to use therapy uh, to do is to manage these things that um, so they don't uh, take too much space in my life. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. As someone who has recently started therapy and we're in first impressions, sure. did you think that therapy was going to be like a, a fix? Like you were going to go and you would go for a couple of days and then it'd be like, all right, I'm done. Like, did yeah. you kind of have that idea of like, I'm just going to go in for a couple of sessions and then she's going to fix my brain box. My brain box. Um, a little bit. Like you kind of, you, you're like, well, I don't know what this is. And I, I just know that I need to, I've been sitting around by myself and I can't be alone anymore with these feelings and mm -hmm. these thoughts. Like I have to get them out and I need somebody to help me sort through them all was really, uh, my, my first intention. Um, and then 
what's interesting is to see how long it's it's how little time and how long also it's taken and like what the journey is and discovering certain things about myself um and patterns that I have oh my God. and how to break those patterns, patterns for days. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby, I got patterns. Ooh. Ooh, I love being an emotionally love, manipulative boy. I love a pattern. You know what I, I mean? I love a pattern. Beep, boop, beep. Oh, I love catastrophizing yeah. all the time. All the time. Oh, nothing, nothing like drawing myself a bubble bath and thinking about all the ways that I'm going to fail and have to move back in with my parents. It's really great. Ooh, I love yeah. it. Ooh, yeah. My, that's my newest thing. Because like I experience- Moving in with your parents? Well, yeah, I experience anxiety all the time because I always feel like I'm, I always have imposter syndrome. I always feel like oh, I don't belong too. in the room. That's a that's a very that's a huge thing that I I talk about with with Raquel all the time. Um, all the my time. therapist's name is Joyce. Oh, Joyce uh, and Raquel. I told her too. I was like, I think we're gonna do an episode on therapy. She's like, you are. <laughs> She's uh, so nice. She's so nice. I love my therapist. I, I yeah, I deal a lot with anxiety and just feeling like I'm never going to accomplish anything and that I'm mm-hmm. going to fail. I'm so yeah. scared of failure. Yeah. Um, and my my thing is like, people. <laughs> I have this tendency at my day job, which is not related to comedy whatsoever, um, with the people at work who know that I kind of have this this thing. They'll be like, how mm-hmm. are you feeling? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm a little tired. I'm a little depressed right now. They're like, well, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I just know that I'm going to fail and then I'm going to lose this job and then I'm not going to be able to pay my rent in Los Angeles and then I'm going to have to move back in my, with my parents in New York City. But they're not going to be living in New York City because I'm moving to North Carolina. So then I'm going to be in North Carolina and I'm going to be single and I'm going to be 30. Oh, my God, <laughs> Jackie. Oh, God, I'm so excited for you to go to therapy later this week christ girl um yeah it's an intense it's an intense feeling um i everything for me i mean like let's air it out everything uh basically stems from i am not smart enough and i am not pretty enough like that's oh my god thank you it doesn't matter if i'm pretty or smart i'm still a functioning human being that's you know what i mean like (laughs) like i have to remind myself like you're not going to be the smartest person in the room, but that doesn't mean that you're not intelligent. And that you, and should, that you don't deserve to be in you the don't, room. Yeah, and that you don't deserve to be in the room. And I'm not going to be the prettiest person in the room. That doesn't mean that my self-worth comes from that either, you know, but um, everything stems from like, they're going to think I'm stupid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's what I love about therapy is it forces you to call those things out. And sometimes it takes a long time. My therapist actually tells me I'm very good at therapy. Oh, that <laughs> She's makes like, sense. I don't have to tell you much. <laughs> She's like, you kind of sometimes just do my job for me. <laughs> I'm like, great, I'm glad, because I've been doing this for a lot of other people for so long. Yeah. And then I can just kind of go, sometimes I'll go on a tangent. I'm like, well, that's because of this. And then I mean, like, honestly, I mean, like, what I'm really saying is this. And then, I mean, obviously, it's because of, you know, that one time on the school bus when they call me this. And she's like, how'd you do that? <laughs> well, it's really interesting. The more you go to therapy and the more you kind of go through these exercises, it is interesting when I um, have this anxiety now, I can really like kind of go to, it still happens, yeah. but I can go down the path as to why am I feeling anxious? I recently had a very big sw- like change and shift at my day job, mm-hmm. which is my source of income, which, you know, the, the, the big shift there has really caused me a lot of anxiety and like made me feel like I have to prove myself. And I had a breakdown at work last week. I had like was 
crying like nonstop. I can fucking stop it. I'm like, oh, I get that line. and then after a minute, I was like, after you know, I took I took the rest of the day off, and like in therapy, I kind of did some deep diving, and I'm like, oh, this is all stemming from the fact that another big change has happened, and I'm worried about like what this means for the future. A lot of my stuff has to involve around me being present and focusing on now. So mm-hmm. it's like now you have the money to pay your bills. Now you are healthy. Like now, like this yeah. is your this is your status. Stop worrying about the future and just focus on what you have now. Yeah, because because it, things are so. Ugh, things think, are so crazy that it's like it could happen at any time but also appreciating what you have in the moment you're when things get tough you'll know that things come back to you yeah. as well especially when you live uh presently and you're and you're available to appreciate what you have but then you see these motherfuckers running around who meditate all the goddamn time all the like, time i'm just present i'm like fuck you how do you do that because here's the thing and this is what i'm saying about self-care it is when you meditate. I do meditate. People want to. People are like, I need to not have any thoughts, and it needs to be this way. And it's a very Western idea to be good. You have to be the best at you meditating. Have to be the best at meditating. You're like, no, just close your eyes for ten minutes, and then like the next day, there are days you could be meditating for five years, and you have a meditation session where you're just like, grocery list, grocery list, grocery list. Oh, remember that one time at that party in 1992, and I made an idiot of myself. Like that doesn't mean you're bad at. Th- that you're bad at meditating it just means you had a, a a louder day than other days and that's what this is what i'm saying is this instagram culture that we have of you have to be this way and like you have to love yourself god damn it and you have to do it th- it's so intense you know, know. that it, it makes people who want to practice these tendon these these things feel into, so self-conscious feel self-conscious about it when the whole point is to not i know the whole it's the point same thing. is to just accept who you are i hate this like be you and be you have like what makes you unique and you have to make money off of what makes you i'm just a girl let me just be a person you know what god i don't have to be special you know what other narrative i fucking hate tell me tell Uh, me a new podcast you know what other social narrative i hate (laughs) shitting on social with amanda salvatore and jackie social is a great uh i don't know we just copyright it don't fucking think about don't you dare don't you dare steal Uh, it i'm kidding i mean like whatever like live your best life that's (laughs) the narrative i hate is live your best life because it's like well what is like it's this pressure it's this pressure so like every fucking day has to be amazing every day has to be the best day of my fucking life yeah no I have to pay bills. I have to work a job I don't necessarily want to to have a roof over my head. Like I have to sleep and some days I have to not be productive because I do a lot of things and I need to like. It's a marathon. I tell you this all the time. It's a marathon. It's not a race. Oh, I've been racing. I've been sprinting for six years. I know. God, baby, let me tell you. Oh, my God. Does anyone have water? My whole life. My whole life. I just need a Dixie cup. You know what I mean? And then just throw it at my face. Get a little in my mouth. I pooped in my I pooped in my pants three years ago. (laughs) And I haven't stopped running since. I haven't. I'm chafing. I'm chafing. Just one Dixie cup. It's um yeah, and that's and that's what I have a big problem with uh social media and the idea of self-care through uh being sold to us via social media um it's a lot of it's a lot of talking and it's not a lot of like just fucking do what you want to do. Like if you need it, but also like, take you know, take care of your head and take care of your space and like do what's right for you. And if meditating feels right for you, do it. And you don't have to be good at it. 
to benefit from things. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to be the best. And there's a lot of, you have to find, how much pressure is it? Especially like we're writing for television and the mo- and like everyone's like, just write your story. Just write your, your story. story. What's, like, your, what's your what point of view? What is my story? And you're like, what is my point of view? And it needs to be the most original. And you're just like, I'm not looking at this the right way, you know? Sure. Like, what is my, what story do I want to, as opposed to saying like, well, what story do I want to tell? I'm like, well, what makes me, what's special about, fuck you being special. Like, everyone's special. Everyone's got their thing. You don't have to profit off of it for it to be special or to serve you. You know, we have such a capitalist society. I just, I'm like really on that train right now. Oh, we are. Fuck capitalism. But like, fuck capitalism. Like, I don't need to make money at like something I enjoy. And I've heard people that I'm friends with who do comedy and do performing and stuff like that who are like, I just want to find something that I don't have to make money at. And I'm like, I know, like pottery. And then I'm like, if I do pottery, then I'm going to be like, but maybe I'll start an Etsy shop. Like we're constantly told that we can make money by just being ourselves. And that's uh, that's great. But also like what an immense pressure that we never had before. Uh, Yes. And I will also say like that other fucking that other narrative yeah do what you love and you'll never work a day of your life yeah you will (laughs) i do what i love every fucking day i write comedy every fucking day i'm still goddamn working i'm still working it doesn't flow out of my brain like a nice little fucking puddle yeah it's fun it's fun to un it's fun to figure that puzzle out and to break that story and whatever and like that's really fun but like no matter what it's still work and it's always gonna feel like work it always is. Even somebody who's on social media and that's their Instagram stories or their work, like that's still work. And, and social media is work, by the yeah, way. Yeah, by the way, by Jackie the way, knows. By the way, it's the worst type of work. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no offense. Like, We're no offense. We love managers. you. Yeah. But it's it's also, it's it's this fun, it's supposed to be this fun thing. Can you imagine if you were like eight years old and AOL was a thing and you're like, by the way, you're going to have to be on AIM every day for eight hours a day and like talk to all these people and they're the worst. And you're like, that's my job. You're like, yeah, that's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like dealing with people in a social way where they're allowed to. Uh, have a computer in between them and somebody else to have some anonymity and like it, it's just it's it's the internet's a crazy place guys go to therapy <laughs> i think i think that's, that's how a, i feel about i it. think that's a good place for us to break yeah. that was like first impression that was like a mishmash of first and current guys, impressions there's just so much to talk about all you need to know <laughs> is that this podcast is brought to you by two tightly wound up bowls of anxiety yeah. that are just over it over and it and your social narratives and your social narratives <laughs> we're gonna take a break oh we're, we're gonna, gonna de- meditate we're gonna, oh we're gonna meditate this away <laughs> and the best at it <laughs> hey amanda hey jackie oh what, what's wrong are you okay I don't know. I'm just like, I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm a little stressed out. I'm a little anxious. And um, yeah, man, things are just stressful. Have you heard about Noggin Room? What's Noggin Room? Noggin Room is the dedicated meditation space on the dark web where you can unleash all of your anger and frustrations for absolutely free. Oh, really? I usually just do that in the comment section of Home and Gardens. No, that's not where you should be doing it. Instead, you should be going to the dark web. Ooh. And you can access Noggin Room for totally free. 
totally free. Totally free. Just go to www.nogginroom.com forward slash guilty pleasure podcast on the dark web. And then you'll enter a black vortex. You'll actually go through your computer like what I think happens in the matrix. And you'll be able to just explore this vast dimension that exists only on the dark web where you can meditate forever. And what's cool is that time doesn't exist there. So while you could be gone in Noggin Room for what appears like a thousand years, you've only been gone for a second on real life. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. www.nogginroom.com slash guilty pleasure podcast on the dark web. You're going oh, to you're gonna love, love the, the way, way you, you noggin. noggin. <laughs> And we're back, Amanda. I have meditated. We've surrounded ourselves with crystals. We burned so much Palo Santo that our so technician much. had to step out. He, he actually a, passed out. He passed out, but it's okay. He's back with us. Yeah, he's a little brain damaged, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to know about your self-care. So we did a little call to action yes. on the grams. Speaking of social media. Um, and we actually have... Um, Magenta Kristen, who is a friend of ours and was also on the podcast. Uh, She does self-care Saturdays, so she does some yoga. I like this a lot because I like this a lot, and here's why. She does some yoga, writing, visits the beach, and cuddles with her dog and husband. Even sometimes, or sometimes, I turn my bathroom into a spa. And I really like this because it's it's, uh, very active, it is very active. It's very active. It, Going to the beach, riding, doing yoga. It's all very active, which I love. Uh, uh, our friend Biddy Lada said, smoke weed and take a bubble bath. And you know what? Guys, props nice. to you for keeping your fucking <laughs> baths tidy enough to do a bubble bath. Right? I got I to gotta like fucking scrub. I mean, it's not gross, but like I got to like give my bath a good zhuzh before I can even think about just soaking in it. We got another one from Catherine Maeve that says a nice bath with goodies from Lush and and I, I, once again, got to clean that tub. I have to clean. I clean my tub. Here's my thing. I clean my tub. And then I'm like, wow, there's bleach in that tub. Yeah, I washed it all out. But I don't want to get all nudie rudy in there and get bleach up in my hoo-ha. hoo-ha. <laughs> I don't want to do bleach that. Bleach up in my hoo-ha. Bleach up that hoo-ha. Um, that but- should be the opening <laughs> song to your solo album that you'll Thank release. You. I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen. I'll make it Bleach in my hoo-ha. Bleach in my hoo-ha. Um, and then the new Mrs. Fisher uh, says drink a bottle of wine, which I'm f- in full support of as well. Hey. You know? I'm all here for that. I got a bunch from um, my personal CTA from Kevin Chu, who was on this podcast. Hey. He talked about Instagram stalking, which was still one of my favorites. It's, still, it's such a good episode. Such a it good really episode. Uh, he says, play video games or watch TV. Anything that isn't the the thing currently stressing me out. Nice. Love that. I love so that. I love writing, but I'm trying to make a career out of writing. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that's kind of a bummer for me. Like if I ever write, I always feel the pressure to like, Ugh, okay, if I'm writing, then I'm writing for like one of these like eight things yeah. I want to write. Mm-hmm. My friend Rudana at Rudana16 said, people may dig hearing about adding plants to Epsom salt to make custom bath mixes for less. She's a witch, guys. She is, and she's the best. (laughs) Epsom salt baths, I've never taken one before, but apparently they are. I'm just not a big bath person. You have to clean the bath, and then you might get bleach up in your hoo-ha. I know. Uh, Anna GYU88 again said, long showers, baths with meditation, water does wonders to calm anxiety. That's nice. Ooh, and this is um, at 
Bugs Sarah L. Um, she said swim, which I love swimming. Sleep mm-hmm. extra at night, like schedule a 10-hour night. I fucking am all here for that. Wow. Take days off comedy. I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. She also says, I haven't spoken to a mean member of my family for years. Honestly, it's helped. And wow. I really support that. I yeah. think everyone listening can relate to one person in their family who kind of sucks. <laughs> and then uh, X and Matt says, I love to run. I do it regularly two to three times a week. I do like exercise. And Corey Gunn says, gym, sleep, <gasps> eat real food, drink responsibly, read, call mom. That's so sweet. If you got your mom, call it's your real. Mom. I called my mom on Wednesday when I was having a bit of an anxiety attack, and she really helped. That's awesome. And then my friend Jamie at Jay Hodograph says, I go skateboarding solo, which I think is very fun, I love too. how active all these were, because I was kind of concerned it was going to be a lot of, like, um, inactive things. Well, uh, I think, you know, given the, the state of work today, which mm-hmm. m- most of us, like, listening, it, what's your job? I sit behind a computer. Yeah. I answer emails. I, I work with the software. Like, you are usually in meetings. You're sitting down. Mm-hmm. And I always feel so much better during the workday if I take a 30-minute walk. Dur- I love taking walks during the workday. Yeah. Like, that really helps me, you know, unwind listening to an audiobook and listening to um, – or listening to music. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, self-care is cooking real food, yeah. reading a fucking book. I love reading books so much. I love that you love that. I love if I can just stay in my I wake up at my leisure. Mm. That's the key. No alarm. At my leisure. Ooh. Read a book, make some herbal tea, cook some really good food, and then like go to bed. <laughs> that sounds like a beautiful day. That's like my idea of self-care. That sounds and that's I think that's like an excellent it's about uh doing what you need in the time and and making sure you're allowing yourself that time and also not judging what you're doing I know. which is huge it's so huge and th- like i said we were talking about this idea this capitalist society and like every single thing you How do how can i make a career be... out of reading books yeah uh-huh and then people do a podcast about reading books i mean like it's it's truly how you know constantly like how do i how do i profit from this and if you can take that voice and and shut it out for a minute or two and really just allow yourself to do what you want just for you it it's so important and will change your entire day and also like you are worth that time you are you are worth the money you're spending for that exercise class you want to do you're worth you're worth the time of just enjoying a book and some herbal tea and waking up at your leisure like you're worth that time um and it's also accepting that you're worth that that i think will change um how how we look at self-care as well how do you bath how do i bath i don't (laughs) bath i take a shower Uh, Uh, how do you self-care how do i self-care i go to therapy um and that's my biggest self-care thing that i do uh for myself and i don't feel upset i i went to a sliding scale place if you're not familiar with therapy um you can go to a, a location that is sliding scale and uh pay kind of you know what you not what, what you, you can want, but what you in can. case you live in the united states and you don't have health insurance because fuck capitalism who, who does <laughs> you know yeah sliding scale is really wonderful um and there are a lot of people who are training to be therapists who need to accumulate hours and um the it's a great it's a great way of of uh of of taking care of of your head your headspace mm-hmm. and just being able to talk to somebody and saying the things that you want to say and and also i don't feel like i'm ever burdening her with it you know mm-hmm. i have max uh my now husband 
And, you know, I, I felt, you know, a lot of times I would like kind of talk, I would talk for like a half hour solid. He's like, I want you to see a therapist so they can actually, I can't help you. Like he was starting to feel not helpless, but he couldn't do all that somebody else who was a licensed professional could. Well, that's the interesting thing about therapy that I think is really important, right? Is like you can talk to your significant other, you can talk to your parents, you can talk to your friends to an extent, but they always have an ulterior motive. They love you. Yeah. So they're never going to tell you what it is, how it's like. They might try they might, to. They might try to, but it's also, you know, there's a delicate balance. There's a delicate balance. They want to maintain your relationship. So like in my example that I gave previously when I was with that person, my parents kind of recognized at a, after a certain point that he wasn't maybe the best person for me, mm-hmm. but they didn't say it. They, you know, they can't really say anything. You know what I mean? It's hard when someone's in a relationship too that you care about because if anybody, if you're in a, in a negative relationship, a relationship where it's negative as soon as a parental unit or a friend uh voices that concern guess what you're gonna get closer to them you're gonna be more you're gonna be like no i'll prove you wrong oh no 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 you you side usually with the the person you're in the relationship with and uh you find it them against us is a is a big narrative uh for when people are in a shitty relationship um and it becomes isolating and then the only person that you're relying on is this abusive person that you're in this relationship with so it's a delicate balance and that's why a therapist is able to say like listen dude let's talk about this well, what's right. really interesting too is like, so I've been to a couple therapists um, and I tried, I started been seeing my therapist. I started seeing her around the time I broke up with my fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had started, I had actually started seeing another therapist about a year before and I stopped going to her because she was really digging into the health of the relationship and I wasn't ready to admit to myself oh, wow. that uh, that relationship probably wasn't going to go the way we wanted it to. And then mm-hmm. lo and behold, a year later, we broke up and- I kind of explored that with my current therapist. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. Sometimes inter- you're not ready for it. Sometimes you're not ready for it. You're not ready for the changes to make. And sometimes you also people have to come to their own conclusions and come to their own changes on their own. Yeah. So I think it's really important to do the self-care and to, you know, give yourself that headspace. Yeah. And and there's nothing a therapist is going to say that's going to fix whatever's going on. It's It comes from you. It all comes from It you. comes from you and accepting the help that they are providing for you. I am interested. I am always surprised of how how i always thought originally like therapy they're gonna be giving me like all this advice no they don't give advice no they don't give advice they just kind of repeat things to you and they ask you questions and then you're like but how should i answer like sometimes raquel will ask me a question i'm like wait what how am i supposed and then i'm like oh she's like asking me a question as opposed to trying to like she's just asking a flat question as opposed to uh, trying to get a certain reaction from me. Mm-hmm. She's just asking the question. And it's it's a really interesting thing to experience. Someone truly asking you a question with no intonation, with no... Objective. A, a very objective... With, with, with being objective, no, with no, like, ulterior motive. Yeah, like, just yes. And being like, oh. And then you actually have to answer that question for yourself. And it's it's very revealing to me, I guess. is it, It's an interesting tactic that I'm not used to uh, commu- and, and how I communicate with people. It was, it was unique and caught me off guard when I started therapy. 
how have you find have how have you found that some of your relationships have changed or mm. man or developed since you've been seeing therapy? Because what I find as someone who's been going to a therapy who's been engaging in therapy for most of my twenties, actually, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to interact with people who don't. Yeah, because you kind of start developing this mindset that is very like I I can look at my life and my choices and my feelings and my emotions objectively Mm -hmm. uh, because I kind of have my therapist's voice in my head. And it's interesting to recognize patterns in other people. And it's Mm -hmm. like you got to do your own work, kid. You got to do your own work, babies. I I guess like I haven't seen I haven't noticed. I feel like most people I'm like the last person on the therapy wagon. So every a lot of people that I know. I was reaching my hand out to you. You were running on the train tracks like Anastasia. I was. I was like, and- no, come pop sheet. <laughs> Call back to the tattoos episode. Yeah, right. Go go check that one out. Um, but it's, it's <laughs> but I Yeah, I think that honestly, the way that it's affected me personally is um, how I talk to myself, Mm. um, how I the kindness I try to show myself. Oh, my God. um, And realizing that, no, I will have these feelings. It's just how I navigate them and get back to center. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So like. I know I'm going to have anxiety. I know that I'm going to have uh, like, okay. So the other day uh, I had to cancel a dental appointment and the woman on the other line gave me a lot of sass in one sentence, but I felt horrible because mm. my whole thing is I have to be liked. Right. And she didn't like me and I annoyed her and I bothered her in some capacity. Like she was very annoyed with me <laughs> and, um, it really bugged me for a while. And I went to therapy that day and I uh, we were talking about it. And and she said, she's like, well, it's sad. I was like, it, it used, this used to ruin me. Like an interaction with somebody like this would ruin me for at least a day. I'd be, this is all I could think about. It was very upsetting. I, I hem and haw about it. I hem and haw about it. And I said, you know, in my 30s and and, and more, uh, you know, I try to make sure it doesn't ruin my whole day. And Raquel's like, well, why doesn't it? Why? Why not? I'm like, because it's not worth it. You know what I mean? But I, I wish I could end it sooner. She's like, well, you already are. Like, so it's taking it's taking those moments when people fuck with your day and fuck with your emotion, like this outside stimulus comes in and, and, it, and then I internalize it taking those moments and and being aware that it's t- it's consuming my day and taking away from my joy today and like how much time joy is enough snatcher. time joy snatcher joy <laughs> snatcher um what a joy snatcher but realize that's a great <laughs> insult yeah I, you joy snatcher you're a joy snatcher oh my goodness i can't believe you being a joy snatcher right now i don't know i i'm gonna call someone a joy snatcher you're at some point i'm gonna put snatcher. that in my little mind and i'm gonna remember it that's a great insult a joy- stop being such a joy snatcher seriously she was such a joy snatcher but just taking that time and and realizing that i'm doing something that isn't benefit i'm not benefiting from this it's only just draining me and my day and being able to address it and move on from it is something that i'm i'm working on and that's something in therapy that i that it's it's nice to have somebody be like okay yeah you're going to feel these feelings mm-hmm. these feelings don't go away these these things don't leave you but it's how how are we going to move 
on from them. And it's sure. a really great tool to have and 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 it's helped me a lot. It's also helped me like in relationships like with my father and and for me personally or like family or anything like that. Um it's been very incredibly helpful. I have um before we break, I will talk about my personal Please, things. I want to know. So, um I kind of especially in rom- I have a lot of difficulty with romantic relationships because like that one relationship very much formed um I always feel the need to like constantly like um, bend my schedule, like bend my will, what I want to do because I always want to make um, my partner happy. Mm-hmm. I was with a manic person for four years and it's kind of this pattern that I've been trying actively to break. Then I went ahead and met another fucking manic person well, <laughs> and it kind of yeah. just reinforced it. Um, but yesterday I went to, um, I, I have a new boyfriend who, as far as I can tell, is not manic. Um, however, you know, pattern, I'm, I got my, got my, got my binoculars on got my peepers on got my eyes open got yeah my yeah things. you're looking at stuff anyway uh, he made a lovely dinner i unfortunately had sick i got sick maybe too many brussels sprouts the night before oh, i don't know but God. i had to leave they'll early. get you <laughs> i had to leave early and i was so plagued with guilt about um how i ruined his day i totally ruined this effort i wasn't appreciative of the gift mm. and i started creating this narrative in my head of how he was feeling when in actuality the facts what are the facts of the story was that he was like i'm so sorry you're not feeling well and was incredibly supportive and i was like whatever you need to do like can, are you sure you can drive home are you fine Aww. and was like very you know conscientious yeah. but then when i got home i kept feeling that way kept feeling that way and i was like continuing to text because I needed reassurance. Like, you're not mad at me, right? You're not mad at me, right? Um, and at one point, he stopped responding to my text messages, not because he was mad at me, because he was actually, like, cleaning up his kitchen and doing some work. And I called him an hour later, and he was like, oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, and I was like, like oh. oh, hey, that's the sound of someone who's not fucking mad at me because I'm not dating an insane person anymore. Yeah. So it's really interesting uh, to kind of – I was kind of recognizing the pattern as it was happening, but I'm like – I still need a call and make sure, but it's, eh, it's, a, it it's, here's the thing. Like, you, you, like you have a lot of trauma with that. So it's okay to so feel much that way. Trauma. Do yeah. you see this bag of trauma yeah. I take you with me everywhere this? I go? Yeah. You're, you're taught Ugh. that like, if you do something, uh, if the plans don't go exactly the way that they were meant to be, then that could be a source of conflict and you're trying to avoid conflict at and- all Costs. At all costs, because it's 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 ho- it's horrible. And you were taught that if there is any conflict, it will result in something horrible. So I mean, it's it's totally understandable, and it's good that you, like here's the thing, you're taking care of yourself by you recognize that, like the fact that you even know that's that why and that you recognized it is freaking huge. And you're so good at therapy. Look at you go. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank I'm proud you. of you. I'm so glad that you recognize that. And it, it's it's really just getting therapy is about getting to know yourself and like re, uh, uh, creating a relationship with you and, and like yourself. And it's so important. And if you got to connect in that tub or on that treadmill or in, in at that beach with your pup, like I'm just glad everyone's getting to know themselves better yes. and getting to, uh, um, treat themselves with the same respect that they want to treat others with. Yes. You know? We're going to take a break and when we get back, Let's do it, we'll babe. talk about what we think about it for the future. <laughs> the future of therapy. Hey, Jackie, you got a song for our act two break. What's up? I do. It's called A Plea from a Cat Named Vertute from The Weaker Thens. It's a great mental health album. Anthem. Anthem. I think you guys will really enjoy it. 
How likely are you to continue therapy and self-care? From what it sounds like, it looks like you're ready to cut to cut it off. Yeah, you're I gonna... hate it. It's the worst. It's the worst. No, I love it. I uh, I didn't get therapy. I didn't get therapy. I didn't get to go to therapy this week, and I was bummed out about it. I was like, I wanted to talk about my wedding. Um, but honestly, I just want to talk about how great it went, you guys. Um, but 
I, uh, I, I love it. I would give therapy a, a 12 out of, uh, 10, uh, number two pencils. I don't know. Therapy pencils. That's fine. Therapy notebooks. Those are therapy notebooks. Oh I would God. give therapy also. I'll give it a 13 out of 10. Ooh, you always, you always beat me to bubble it, Bubble baths. Ooh. <laughs> Always beating me to it. 13 out of 10 bubble baths will continue therapy and self-care in the future. I love it. Um, I'm curious to see how it manifests. I mean, it's so – one thing I think that it's important to note is that it is a journey. And some weeks are easier than others. Some weeks are a lot harder than others. And the point of therapy is to really know yourself and realize what are the things that trigger you to go into these moods and how can you, like, kind of get yourself out of it. Yeah, how you Um, can help yourself. Self-care. You got to help yourself because no one else can help you the way that you can help you. Yes, exactly. I know. Well played. No one else can help you the way that you can help you. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm my best helper. (laughs) I'm my best, and I'm my best helper. I'm my best helper. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I'm like fully on board with, I I love that um, self-care and therapy is, uh, is, taking center stage often and people are talking about mental health and people are talking about uh their feelings and their anxieties and what's going on with them i'm so happy about it and i think we can really benefit um as long as you realize that like some days are easier than others uh to feel like you did right by your self-care routine does that make sense yep or like the things that make you happy like Sometimes some days are easier than others, and that's okay. You're you're not broken. You just got to navigate. You're perfect just the way you're great. you are. Oh, you're great. I, have, I actually have a quote that I can. Uh, I'm gonna actually. I think we should give some. So I use Calm, the app Calm. Yeah, you know what? I downloaded that. Shut up. I downloaded that. Do you pay for it? Uh, if you put in your credit card information, it's going to charge you after seven days, no matter what. I didn't put my credit card okay. information. Well, no, it's attached to Apple. When did you download it? Oh fuck. If so, you got seven days, probably. Oh shit! Yeah, girl, that, they they got me with that too. What? If you download Calm, oh shit! Yeah, there it is. I feel, but listen to that nice, that nice. Thing. It's nice, but do I want to pay? I don't want to pay for it. I think you have to. Uh... Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, Amanda shit. just found out that she got I'm like auto-subscribed. I uh, they auto-subscribe. Yeah, that's they rude. got me. I mean, it's rude, but also now I'm fucking using it because I paid it... eighty bucks for oh, it. God. For oh God! For the year, I know. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> I gotta figure that out. Oh, anyway, yay. it's calm. Okay, if you download it, no, you got seven days free. Oh God! But here's a here's a little quote. Maybe it'll make you feel better. I got paid eighty dollars for that quote. <laughs> I paid eighty dollars for that quote. You don't oh, have to God. control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting them control you. Amen. I mean, that's a good quote. That's a good quote. Is it eighty dollars worth? I don't know. I enjoy. I enjoy the Daily Calm. It's good. It's 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 a nice little app. Um, and then also, I think. I don't know any bubble bath recommendations to give you because I don't clean my fucking tub. No, I guess Lush. I take Lush. Lush Lush is great. As long as it doesn't have sparkles in it because then your tub's all sparkly. I know. Some people might want a sparkly tub. Some people need a sparkly tub. If you got a sparkly tub, send us a picture at Guilty Pleasure Podcast Instagram. Email us. Let us know how you set self-care and therapy. We want to know. We understand it's very private. It is very private. But but if you want to be... Loud not about private. it, <laughs> not private. Then let us know, and we'll yeah. share it for the world to see. Ooh, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us. Uh, and as always, keep it real, guys. Keep it real. Be your best helper. <laughs>
Be your best helper. Be your best helper. Help yourself. Be your best helper. Okay, I'm done. There we go. <laughs> Yay! How the thanks, fuck Jake. do I not pay for this app? When did you download it? I don't know. <laughs> Campfire.